friends, and welcome to Hope Worth Repeating, a weekly podcast segment of Behind the Mic podcast with Mike Stone. This is a special edition because I'm coming to you from Hawaii. This is my first time here, and so this podcast is being shared from the island of Oahu. My name is Amanda Valentine, not like the holiday, but with an A in the middle, and I'm honored to hold this safe and sacred space with you every Thursday to share from a diverse group of authors and their works, quotes that I pray will bring you hope. Each week, I will provide you the link to the featured work and creator so you have the opportunity to dive deeper into hope worth repeating. If you are struggling to make a necessary decision but afraid of choosing wrongly, today is for you. If analysis paralysis has you all bundled up on the inside, left with no peace, you're in the right place. If you have multiple unmade decisions and are feeling stuck, I'm so glad you're here. Go ahead and take a nice deep breath. I even have the sound of the ocean coming in. As we take that breath, roll your shoulders back a few times as I share hope worth repeating from my featured author, Emily P. Freeman, and her book, The Next Right Thing, a simple soulful practice for making life decisions. Friends, I have a confession to make. I can be very terrible at making confident decisions. I fret and I worry, I weigh the pros and cons, then I do a SWOT analysis. And of course, then I scurry around and ask everybody that I trust what they would do if they were in my shoes. Then after I've done all of that, I start the cycle all over again, which of course leads me to decision fatigue and the people around me to decision fatigue as well and questioning every decision that I make. I wouldn't blame you if you're wondering, since this is a Christian podcast, why you didn't hear me say anything about prayer. I'll tell you, the truth is I like to make decisions quickly, impulsively sometimes. And oftentimes that keeps me from really digging in to prayer. I do more worry praying like this, God, I don't know what to do, but you do. So give me a sign, and if you could do it right now, even better. And then I watch all around me for signs to find what God might be saying to me. This is why I love Emily's book so much. It gives this indecisive mama hope. So I wanna share it with you today. I've been listening to Emily's podcast for several years. It's also titled The Next Right Thing. In fact, her podcast is a huge inspiration for how I structure my podcasts. I love Emily's calm tone and practical application steps regarding making life decisions. For years, I have told my coaching clients to just make the next right choice. Then I heard a minister use the phrase, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, to make the same point. As someone who doesn't believe in five-year plans anymore, I appreciate the ease of the next step or the next choice. As I tell my clients, we are always at choice, and that is actually freedom. But for people like me, the second guessers, more like the hundred guessers, being at choice can feel overwhelming and paralyzing. I would rather just someone tell me what to do. Emily says it this way, Quote, 
Unmade decisions have the power to either close us up in fear or open us up to love. This is both the burden and the gift of our indecision. We get to choose which one we carry. There it is again. We are at choice. We get to choose whether we carry fear or open ourselves to love. In Emily's book, she shares some, some statistics, excuse me, regarding decisions we make as humans on the daily. She says it is estimated that adults make over 35,000 decisions daily. And that in a study conducted by Cornell University, 200 of those decisions are just about food. No wonder we feel so burdened by decision fatigue and overwhelm. And, and then there's the big decisions, right? There's the, the life decisions. Should I stay in my marriage? Should I retire early? Should we bring another child into our family? Where should we send our kids to school? And of course, the ultimate daily question, what should we have for dinner? That one will get a family going. Of course, one of the biggest decisions we make in our lives is whether we choose to follow Jesus. And friends, that was and still is the best decision that I have ever made. The truth is, as Emily puts it so eloquently, quote, unmade decisions hold power. They pull, they push, they interrupt where they aren't wanted and poke us awake at night. They can turn us into strange versions of ourselves, like toddlers at our feet right before dinner. They follow us around and refuse to leave us alone until we face them head on and either pick them up or point them in the right direction. If only we knew what the right direction was, end quote. I'm sure I'm not the only one that can completely relate to what Emily articulates here. You may even feel a low level anxiety in the pit of your stomach because of all the unmade decisions you're carrying along with the heaviness of knowing you have to make a decision at some point. But there is hope and even a process for decision-making in the next right thing. I'm not going to give you the process because if you're like me, you want to be able to read it and write about it yourself. Plus, I want to let Emily share it with you as only she can. If you are struggling with what Emily calls the mites and the maybes that are keeping you awake at night, then, then hear this. This is also what she says, quote, the decision is rarely the point. The point is you becoming more fully yourself in the presence of God, end quote. So there it is in black and white for me and for you. The idea is that having to make the decision takes us into the presence of God where we become more fully ourselves as he guides us. That's hope worth repeating because I can do that. I just have to choose it. Instead of choosing fret and worry and living in the tizzy of trying to figure everything out, I can find peace in the presence of Jesus and take the time to process decisions. Lastly, I want you to hear Emily say this, quote, if you're facing something and you don't know where to start, maybe doing the next right thing will be a welcome beginning. 
Being completely transparent, I've had to make some very difficult and life-altering decisions in my life. I made a decision years ago to stay in my marriage and to forgive. I made a decision to leave a job I loved with people I loved to get intense treatment for my mental health. I've had to make gut-wrenching decisions with and for my family, for my children. When my marriage ended in divorce this year, I had to choose each day to do the next right thing. Just make the next right choice. Just take the next right step. Just breathe the next breath and love the people right in front of me. I don't know what decisions you're facing, but please know that before making a decision regarding your decision, you can decide to spend time with your heavenly father and let his perfect love remove your fears. Thank you for listening today. I hope you have been inspired to read Emily's book and check out her podcast, The Next Right Thing. What I love most about her book and podcast are the practical tools she offers her readers and listeners. Practical tools you can put in your toolbox right away. She also has a guided journal now to help reflect and plan to help make decision-making feel more like freedom and less like paralysis. This is a newer podcast with the sole intent to spread hope in Jesus to everyone who listens. Please share and like, subscribe, uh, review and rate so that hope worth repeating can go everywhere God intends it to go. I would also like to get to know you friends and listeners. So please dialogue with me in the comments or on my social media. Let me give you some reflection questions to get you started. What unmade decision in your life is inducing anxiety right now? How will what you've heard from Emily's book today start to help you see that decision in a new light? Also, I've made the decision today to ask a deeply personal question to, of you. Have you made the decision to follow Jesus and let him guide your life? Or are you trying to lead your own life and come up with all the right answers on your own? I have found that in the darkest, weakest moments when I had to make a decision, he has not only given me guidance and wisdom, but also the strength to follow through with the decision. And that is hope worth repeating. As a reminder, this podcast is a weekly segment of Behind the Mic Podcasts, which is a weekly podcast that drops every Sunday. You will want to share and subscribe to these conversations of hope. I'll be back next week with a new author and a new book to share. Today's book and author are linked in the show notes, as well as how you can follow me on social media. I hope to hear from some of you this week more listeners than I've heard for, from before. I'll end today with a prayer Emily prays in her book. Oh God, I am open. The decisions I'm facing have become too much. Ease my fatigue with your presence and my hesitation with your peace. Here is an issue that has me tied up in knots. Will you begin to untangle me? What do you want me to know today? Oh God, I am open. Bye for now, friends from Oahu. I look forward to hearing from you 
and we'll hold this space for you next week for some hope worth repeating.